I actually don't eat that much Taco Bell. Your blood is mild or spicy. I probably have. Definitely fire. Listen, I love the like the loaded potato griller from Taco Bell. We sound like a commercial right now. Delicious potatoes, cheesy melty and sour cream. You specifically just said you have Montezuma's revenge. You're gonna. Hello and welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. Cold Bow, you said it too. You said it too. <laughs> Cold Bow. What did I say? Cold Bow. Which is exactly what Reese said. When Goldie he, that's what I said. Nachos. And uh, my name is Jake. I'm here with my Cold Bros today. We have uh, Reese who decided to show up. Hey guys. Hey ass. Oh hey now. <laughs> I'm just, called for. We just missed you. Is all. Oh yeah, thanks. Right. Mr. Uh, Troy's here. Hey. Scotty and. Hey guys. Chris. Holla. So Holla. this is the first time in five weeks that all five of us have been here together. Five wow. weeks? Yeah. We had yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Chris was gone dang. for two weeks. I was gone for two weeks. Reese was gone for a week. Dang. Yeah, dang. Dang. dang that's like a month. Wowzers. It's like almost a month. It's like almost Jeepers. a month. <laughs> <laughs> we are funny. We're so funny. Oh, uh man. what have you been up to, guys? So I actually went and saw, I've seen a couple movies in the theaters recently that Duh. I really loved. I saw The Catcher Was a Spy, which is Paul Rudd. Uh, he's uh, Mo Berg, who was a catcher for the uh, Red Sox during World Oh, War I II. get it. It's a play on words. Yeah, and he oh, joined okay. the OSS in World War II and wow. became a spy. And he was supposed to assassinate the... His his assignment was to go assassinate Heisenberg, who was from the, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I would, he, he so was Walter, the, uh, Walter White, Oppenheimer of Germany, trying to find the nuclear. You bomb say that like uh, most people know who Oppenheimer is. Did he cook? That's meth? why I said he was trying to the develop a nuclear bomb for Germany. Oh, right. What did uh, uh, Oppenheimer said? I am become deaf. The destroyer of worlds. The destroyer of worlds. Mm-hmm. That's a deep. That's a really, I thought a, that was Thanos. Um, no, Thanos said, I feed my daughter off a cliff. Oh, and then he got smiled you. about it. Got you. Um, and then he chuckled I'm, like Dr. Hibbert. I specifically remember. <laughs> I can visualize it. <laughs> so, jeez. Um, oh that was, uh, that's like that Simpsons a, quotes like two weeks in a row. Yeah. So that was a good movie. I also went and saw the documentary. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? How was it? Oh my gosh, it was so good. Did it, did it give you all the feels? It gave me all the feels. If you, um, if you grew up and you watched, if you have a soul, if you have a soul, if you watched uh, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood growing up, then this documentary will. Um, I will still warm watch Mister Rogers. The cold dead hockles of your heart. <laughs> Um, it is, it, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. My, All about the life and mission of Fred Rogers. So Daniel, if you haven't seen it, go do it right now. I'm shut up. Stop trying. <laughs> I'm never going to let Reese talk. Daniel Tiger's never gonna give, never gonna give. is like my favorite kids television show. Like my, my kids are, were obsessed with it. Right and, now, and Reese and I are going to Ugga Mugga. Come here, buddy. Ugga hey, Mugga. Hey, I want to be part of this. Ugga that mugga. legit got my daughter potty trained. Oh, that yeah. show. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Or like, uh, I was like, Ollie, are you upset you right now? Go potty, Count to three go and right then breathe. Away. And he's like, 
Ah, okay, good idea, Dad. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Tiger. It's so good. You I gotta try a new food because it kids. might taste good. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, he was great. Fred Rogers. My favorite story by far was when he single-handedly saved PBS. It was awesome. Which, a uh, little bit of a callback, but did you guys ever see the SNL episode where Eddie Murphy did the Mr. Rogers sketch? <gasps> no. They talked about that they in the documentary. They talked about it in the documentary. <laughs> they really did. It's, um, it's hilarious. It's this funny. is how we it's answer hilarious. the door in my neighborhood. Who hit it? Who <laughs> 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 Um Yeah. So, Reese, what have you been doing? Um... Well, we had the 4th of July. That was a good time. Uh, but then I took off. Uh, America. America. Uh, I took off, went up in the mountains with my wife's family for a family reunion, but. I he perved in the woods for a little bit. It's true. What else oh, do you do Oh, man, in the woods? I slept out on the deck every night alone. It was wonderful. My wife slept in a bed inside. Sleeping alone is the best. Coming from a single <laughs> man, I have to say, sleeping alone is the best. I love it. Bed by myself. Um, I love my life. So I'm going to disagree with you there. It's fantastic. <laughs> I just want to say you're wrong for sleeping you purposes, like strictly sleeping, sleeping alone is by far better. I'm just throwing that out. If you're not actually sleeping when you're in their bed, I recommend there be another I, person. I like being the, I like being the little spoon. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Then everybody's got their thing. <laughs> but I actually, uh, it was actually pretty fun. I got to come back down to Salt Lake. Um, Who for, doesn't like being for an the evening? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I came back down the, for the evening. Uh, Jake and I had a couple of friends in town. Uh, one from Phoenix, his name's Joseph Hurst. Uh, another one from, uh, where is like he from? Review. Where's Mike from? Uh, Price, Utah. Price, where yeah. Where is that? Uh, uh, nowhere. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> it's not even on the map. Uh, but they, they were both there. in town. We went and got a burger, uh, had a, had some good times. And, Shout out uh, to Lucky 13. Their yeah. burgers are great. Their mm-hmm. burgers are great. I got the nut, nut butter burger. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Great. Is that the Amazing. one that's the uh, bananas, the no. fried bananas on no. the no. peanut it's butter? Peanut, peanut it's butter, butter, bacon. On the burger. It's the one I had had fried bananas and peanut butter. That sounds good. It was so good. That sounds awesome. The guy there was like, if you don't like it, I'll give you another burger. Okay. And I ate the whole thing. I was like, that was disgusting. The, <laughs> the guy there, the guy there, it's our friend Joe, has, has a bit has, of a speech impediment. Has, and so the, he has a list. <laughs> so, he the really? guy, yes. yeah, so the guy says, Joe was like, that peanut butter burger. And he goes, oh no, guys like you love nut butter. <laughs> Well, first of all, you. <laughs> all right, let me write that down. Uh, so, uh, then we went on to laugh. And then he ordered it and hated it, so I had to trade him burgers. Yeah. So I but, ate the nut butter, but I love the... I think the best part I was... love the taste of nut butter. He Shut didn't, up. He didn't really... <laughs> so you're, you, you're one of those. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those so guys. So the yeah. best part was he didn't realize like where this guy was coming from, like what exactly he meant about people like you. People and, like you meaning... People that Someone are, who is who is anxious about trying peanut butter on a hamburger. Right, right, right. Not, and then, <laughs> oh, the fat joke. Yes, but then I went ahead. Is that better? And made let him let him know that it was specifically because of his speech impediment that the guy thought he was gay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'd rather be like confused as gay than fat. I don't know. First of all, I know I'm. You. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me write that down again. I got it, guys. But that was a that was a really really good time. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to: family and friends. Nice and good. You guys are so wholesome. Yeah, it was a good time. I saw Ant Man. 
Oh, nice. How was, How it? was it? Paul Rudd movie. I was there with you. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd's in another movie? Yeah, it came out the exact same day. <laughs> what? In this one, he plays a straight guy who's dating, <laughs> really? who's dating an elf. Evangeline Lilly. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stunning. The beautiful was, Evangeline Lilly. She was a great wasp, too. I mean, she's the only wasp so far, but she her character was really cool. Nice. Technically... They had another wasp in Oh, you're I'm I'm putting my foot in my mouth. But we never we never got to see her face. But I've never seen it, so shut up. Have you seen you've seen the first one, right? I've seen the first one. Okay, I yeah. love the first so, one. Her mom is the first one. I like this movie because it it doesn't really have like that high of stakes. It's not the end of the world. The bad guy's not like completely evil, but she has a really good motivation. So I liked it. I think it's Marvel continues to make great movies that are different and stand out from the rest of them. So I, I liked it. You should check it out. Oh, and the after credit scene, best so far. Troy's giving me best some. Weird I'm actually look really right excited now. to see it because I love Troy's. Troy's. So it looks like Troy's undressing me with his eyes. I just like your scissor arm. <laughs> what he said? Do you want a scissor? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> a nut butter sandwich, if you will. <laughs> That one, that one just kind of builds. So shout out to Joe Hurst who loves nut butter. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Troy, what have you doing? So I've uh, so I was playing some games with some uh, some my family, uh, but recently here, um, have you guys have heard of uh, Cards Against Humanity? Yes, yes. apples apples. There's another one called uh, What the Meme. Have you played that one? No. Isn't it called What Do You Meme? Maybe that's it. Yeah, What Do You Meme? Yeah. I, I've seen it. It's it's kind of gotten really big on like Amazon. Yeah. It, it's it's what just like it's just like Cards Against Humanity where you uh you basically pick each card based off of the picture of a popular meme. And it's funny. We got we got uh laughing pretty good there. But the game that was really fun to play was a game called Monikers. Have you heard of that? Nay. Negative. So all it is is you no. Uh, no. Yes. you pick you pick cards. I mean, no. Dude, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> I, I made that joke. I know, I know. It was great. <laughs> Go ahead, Troy. <laughs> so you pick cards that have, you know, uh, either people, uh, things, events, things like that. And you and each of them have like different point totals. And then you just basically you have two teams and you just try to get to the other people to guess the card, but you have three rounds. First time you try to get them to guess the card without actually saying what's on the card. The second round, you can only say one word and they have to guess what's on the card. The third round is charades. And it was, it was awesome. It was so funny. We were dying <laughs> laughing. Um, there was one card on there that was called Montezuma. And if you don't know who Montezuma was, was uh, it was an Aztec ruler. I believe, I could be wrong here, but I believe he was the Aztec ruler when Cortez came and killed them all, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's in El Dorado. So sure. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Sorry, go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> so anyway, I had to explain to my family what Montezuma's revenge. They didn't know what that was? No, they hmm. didn't. That's weird. It was it was funny. Basically I have constant Montezuma's revenge. Right. Montezuma right. got the last laugh in the end. It's called IBS. <laughs> but it was just kind of funny because I had to explain it to them. And when I explained it to them, they looked at me like I had two heads because I knew so much about Montezuma's revenge. That's, that's <laughs> and who Montezuma was. And that Aztec. statement makes it sound like IBS is caused solely by Mexican food. Yeah, <laughs> like if I you've know, never had Mexican food in your life. We need to define Montezuma's revenge is when you go to Mexico and like drink the water, <laughs> yes. food, yeah. and you get yep. really drink bad diarrhea. Drink the water, not eat the food. That's yeah, the official. The that's the official thing of Montezuma's revenge. Is that you it's not just any time you have diarrhea. Yeah, 
Damn but you, Montezuma. It was, <laughs> it was pooping out in and out. having the last laugh. <laughs> so naturally, when we got to the Shrades portion of that section and we got to Montezuma, obviously the Shrade was bending over and having diarrhea. And it was, it was pretty fun. How did you act uh, out diarrhea? You, yeah, can you mime Can you do it for us, for, us? for the radio? Is, it, is there a... We'll, we'll, des- we'll describe it, we'll describe it <laughs> to our listeners. Okay, <laughs> camera's ready. Go on. Nope, nope. Scott, what were you I especially really <laughs> liked with it. They were laughing at you or looking at you like you had two heads. I liked that joke. That Good was job. fun. Is that another forehead joke? No, I, no, I didn't say anything about your They're forehead. They're looking at you like you had five head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's never heard that one before. Never, actually. Never. But you know, if you want to measure if you want to measure finger finger lengths, I actually have a six head, so you guys can all go. This guy's busting six right heads. down that time. In, in case in case you don't know, I have a giant forehead. It's the and only you know thing kind of goes up and then turns a corner. It's it, <laughs> It's li- <laughs> it's literally the only thing I can ever make fun of Troy for, and I, he's perfect in every way. Yep. Mm, well, anyway, so <laughs> I have a giant forehead. The thing is, I've had it my whole life, so I'm used to all the jokes. And I don't have a receding hairline. I just have a giant. I, ha- I have a receding. It. I have a receding hairline. <laughs> Stop swearing. <laughs> I have a receding hairline. See, receding. Nice. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Anyway, what have you been doing, Scott? Bring us back up, dude. (laughs) I haven't been doing much, honestly. I've been doing some homework for the segment coming up. I feel a cool story, bro, coming on. (laughs) Cool story, bro. (laughs) A really hard cool story. (laughs) I've just been doing homework. Yeah, um, just hanging out with family. Just like everyone else, the 4th of July stuff. Um, Yeah. Cool story, bro. It was. It was pretty fun. (laughs) Um... Cool. Let's move on. So uh, I think Troy's in charge today. All right. Take it away, five head. So uh, (laughs) six. Sorry. (laughs) My bad. I I measured you short again. No, it's (laughs) Professor Forehead. Thank you very much. I was up to his evil antics. So says the Swass Master. Yeah. (laughs) If you'd like to come over here, I can show you. My no, no, I, man, this I, nut butter joke is on full circle. I think he can smell. I think he can smell your superpower. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to come anywhere near you. <laughs> so, Jake's Jake's superhero actually has a super kick-ass shark named Stewart that, that Jake calls with a conch. Oh, the conch sounds like a wet <laughs> when he summons Stewart. <laughs> he blows the conch and it's like. <laughs> but it's wetter. <laughs> a little bit wetter than that. I'd like to imagine Stuart comes out looking badass, but he makes dolphin noises instead. <laughs> well, they, have, they have no idea what we're talking about. We'll have it. to post. Go to our Instagram and look at the picture of Jake as the Swass Master. Yeah, we'll Stuart, have to post the picture. I think that Stuart we probably just talks more like Mr. Norwal from Elf. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. We'll, we'll have to post the picture of Jake on Stuart as well because I should draw that. Anyway, ha- hashtag if I were an Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> So when I was trying to come up with a, an idea for this episode, what I wanted to do was uh, I wanted to come up with either a, a goat or a stack. So I decided a stack and I wanted us all to watch scary movies or I guess what's considered scary movies because whatever. I wasn't really that scared. Anyway, so I was thinking. Whoa, some look of, at you, Mr. Big Man. Not freaking da. It's the five head. It's <laughs> six. It, makes, it gives me courage. It, yeah, it, I'm immune to scary movies. The fear no. just bounces right now. <laughs> it's, like, it's a reflex. It's like Captain right, America's reflex. In fact, you do kind of remind me of Alien with the big... 
Thank you. Thank you. It's Thank a Zeno Troy. Zeno Troy. Jake, Jake is having the ultra fat guy laugh right now. There's like a wheeze to it. Dude, be nice. But I get stop. the wheeze all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted to pick a franchise that's been around for a while that has a broad spectrum. And like none of you guys have seen it too. Right. That blew yeah, my that mind. So technically, this is kind of an IDAO stack. Indeed. We, uh, we all watched the Alien movies. Uh, and I have to admit, dun, dun, dun. For, being a, uh, for being a pretentious film student, I had never seen Alien. And like... Any of them, right? None of them. Well, I had seen Prometheus, yeah, uh, but that was my introduction to right. Me too. Yeah, and so you didn't know it was an alien movie. I had no. If I knew Prometheus was an alien movie, I would have never gone and seen it. So, spoiler: there is a, a so were you like the alien at the end of Prometheus? That's how I knew, and it's the the very very end before yeah, the credits. Yeah, yeah. that's how I knew. So, it was question: Were you decidedly avoiding the? Franchise? Yeah. Why? Why would you have avoided it? I, well, first of all, I am the biggest wuss when it comes to scary movies. Like, yeah, so, we saw it together. That was fun. You don't have my forehead. So gr- <laughs> growing up, rated R movies were not allowed to be watched in our house. And then um, scary movie. Like I would run and hide in my bedroom when the X-Files tune would start. Playing. What? I was th- seriously, I was and still am a pretty big wuss when it comes to uh, scary movies. So I just never. And then I never liked. The look of the xenomorph. I didn't like the HR Geiger style. I didn't. I it, it seemed as a kid. It's scary. And, and me, I'm the same way. I don't. I Jake and I are brothers, and we both kind of grew up very yeah. like same big wusses. And so, like, no one in our family likes scary movies. And then, uh, like a sci-fi horror that would like took it to another level. Like, yeah. I had no desire to see this. Like I wanted to see, I thought Predator looked cool, so I always wanted to see the Predator movies. So like but the more alien, outside of the realm of possibility, the scarier it was for you guys. Oh, what he huh. said? He said like sci-fi oh, horror. Well, no, well, no the, I mean level. The, just like being in outer space, like that that whole being alone. Yeah, mm. that, it freaky because in space, no one can hear you scream. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I picked uh, I picked Alien because I was kind of like. Jake and Scott, I just, I always avoided it when I was littler. And then when I got older, I was like, I really don't care to see a movie that was made in 1979. And therefore, why am I going to watch Isn't a sequel? Isn't your favorite movie made in the 70s? Yes, actually it is. Oh, okay, weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> so, Isn't it about an alien too? Actually it is. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> what a <laughs> dumb <laughs> argument. <laughs> wow, when you put it that way. <laughs> don't you feel stupid. <laughs> um. So anyway, so I was trying Superman. to think. Superman. It's Superman. Yes, it is the original. Oh, Sorry, we didn't allude to it. With Christopher Reeve. We did allude to it. Christopher Reeves? Nice. No. No. Oh. No, not at all. Wait, he's dead? Yeah, he's dead. No, we already had that joke too. So anyway, uh, I decided to pick a scary movie that that was a long franchise. And so Alien 1, I believe, was made in 1979. And then uh, the most recent one, Alien Covenant, was made in 2017. So you're talking a broad spectrum of... Of movies, and I think there's even, you do the math. I think there's even another alien movie. Uh, Scott refuses to do the math. <laughs> Somebody else, please do the math. Well, someone think of the math. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's about 
15 years? Am I, am I off there? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. I think that's the, too much. I think it's better spectrum. to be way off than try to get it really close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Wait, that's not how math works. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Where is this going? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's just start with the list. Let's start right, from the right. very so bottom. We're, we're we already compiled our lists. We're stacking the Alien franchise, and so we already compiled compiled our list. And so, if you listen to our Guy Ritchie stack, we're kind of get we're going to kind of do the same thing. Rather than just talk about all the movies we already stacked, and we're going to talk from the bottom and go to the top. So start from the bottom and then go to there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about number. Okay. First of all, let me say one thing. We are not including the Alien versus Predator movies in this. Which is a shame. No, it's not. No, it's not. They're not canon. So so they don't count. Yeah, they're not canon. Right. So it's um, a real shame that the only person who really wants to include that is Chris. So, Chris, do you want to take a minute and talk about the Alien versus Predator movies? Because I will give you a minute. Actually, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll give you 20 seconds. (laughs) You said a minute. I was about to do the exact same thing, Troy. (laughs) I would have said moment. Right. Moment's right. gone. You're right. Let's let's take everything literally. You All have right. one minute. Th- Thirty seconds left. Oh, we started already. <laughs> uh, first one was good. The predator was kind of the good guy, and he was a badass. The second one was horrible, and it's known internet wide as the worst lit movie of all time. Ooh, you guys check it out. Yeah, it's the worst. worst lit I saw it in the Wait, movie so theater, and like I was like, I had like a flashlight. Like I was it's like, not I, lit. No, like they didn't it's have like any lights woke? when they were filming the mean? movie. There was no lights. Oh. So like stuff happens and you're like, what the shit was that? And you're like, <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that, that movie's really bad. Okay. Right. Now that we have that out of the way, Alien versus Predator. <laughs> Finally. Two movies not included in this list. So number six, bottom of the list, Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Let me preface this. We're past um, prefaces. I know that we're past them, but we're just going to preface this with. <laughs> just as like a real uh, I never, a I didn't watch, I didn't watch three and I didn't watch Resurrection. But I know the plots of each of them. I, I got on. I got on Wikipedia. I know the plot. Oh, so you basically watched it. So I basically watched it. <laughs> Let um, me preface to, this by saying I actually liked. Oh, all a pre pre preface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with to, I'm with Troy. I don't hate any of these movies. Exactly. I, I have to say, even though some of them are really dumb, I, really I, really bad. I uh, marked Predator at, or not Predator. Geez. I I marked Resurrection as the lowest one. Because the plot seemed the stupidest. However, I know Chris's argument for three being the worst, and I kind of agree with him, and I kind of wished I would have put three. So on, on my list, three was the worst, and that's that's the next one on the list, so we'll get there. But Resurrection, actually, I kind of like the premise of the story. Um, why? I, I think on paper, Resurrection, I think, might have, the, the story kind of looked cool, but the thing that made the other alien movies prior to resurrection good for me was Ripley. I love mm-hmm. Ripley. And in, in this, believe it or not, she's not really Ripley. Like she is, but she isn't. And everything that makes her good, her fear. Sigourney Reaver really hammed it up in this one. Too. Yeah. She did it was, not care. It was bad because she's basically playing like of the mother of the queen. She's of basically the just acting so for a paycheck. The, the, con- yeah. the concept is they cloned her. With mm-hmm. xenomorph DNA. 200 so years after she 200 died. 200 years right. later, and she's now a xenomorph human, human hybrid. But she's the xenomorph queen. And she well. has superpowers. Yes. <laughs> and her blood Does is now acid. Sound stupid. Yeah. It, 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 it and and that, stupid. That, that for me, that's why it was the worst for me, was because Ripley is great. But in this, it's not the same Ripley, and it really, really took it down. This, a, this a movie. Lot of um, for me. This movie was my second to worst, I guess, uh, because 
it knows that it's silly. Yeah. Like it it doesn't pretend to take itself seriously like the rest of the alien movies, but it knows that this movie is basically what started like the resident evil movies. Or like Underworld yeah, or Blade. Yeah, it does feel like Resident Evil, doesn't Blade. it? Blade. Like every single alien movie I've noticed is very much has inspired or is inspired by something else. And it felt just like watching a really bad Resident Evil movie. It, there were just so many like really Are, cheesy things. are they all things. really bad? All the bad. Resident Evil? Yeah, they're all bad. Yeah, you're Say a really bad Resident Evil yeah. so, really That's the worst of the bunch. <laughs> there's, a, there's a part of Alien Resurrection that I really liked, and that is the actual aliens or xenomorphs. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Those aliens, they're actually pretty creepy. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is they actually make them, they show how intelligent they are. Uh, Aliens and Alien 3 kind of allude to that a bit, but Alien Resurrection shows how smart they are. And maybe that's because they're crossed with uh, Ripley, Mm -hmm. Ridley, Ripley's, Ripley, uh, Ripley's DNA or whatever. And so they have some human intelligence. I don't know. Like when they're, when they're in that cage mm -hmm. and they decide to just kill one of the aliens. So the blood melts a hole through the bottom. I thought that was a great, that was a great moment of the movie. Or like, or like when the aliens recognize that a certain button will heat hot steam or something at them and it'll hurt them. And so when they get out and they actually trap one of the scientists in there, they use the button to kill it. Like that was a great death by the way, because it freezes him. And then he like, crumbles and shatters into bloody bits it was awesome and then this great death scene this movie also had a really cool scene where they were swimming in water to get from one part of the ship to another that had for some reason flooded i know (laughs) (laughs) in space space. yeah in space it It was it was uh (laughs) i never thought of why it was flooded before but (laughs) now that you say it it, it's unbelievable i didn't think about that till just now but there is a part where they're swimming and uh spoiler alert there are two xenomorphs swimming after them and it's 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 pretty creepy it's that that part's pretty intense but But overall then what happens after is ron perlman hangs by his knees upside down with two handguns and and he fires guns upside down. Ron Perlman was the worst part of that movie. No, I see, I, I think oh. the worst part of the movie for me was when, I don't know his name, the black dude. Yeah. When he he's at a standoff with these soldiers, and so he puts his hands up, and he has the guns, and he just shoots, and the bullet ricochets <laughs> off the ceiling just right so, and shoots the, the soldier in the head. That was almost believable for me as long as he would have been like an android, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Or a robot or whatever, because that's the other thing that's, that's uh, consistent with all of the movies. There's at least one robot slash android thing. That, well, there was one in this movie. Yeah, there was one. And it's it was Winona Ryder. But I thought it was the guy that you're talking about, but no, he was just some super freaky marksman but yeah anyway this movie is really bad Bad movie this movie took a franchise that was kind of beloved and took it in the, the completely wrong direction yeah i agree and the last alien i blame joss was it joss whedon joss whedon wrote it joss, joss whedon wrote it he didn't direct uh, a french director i'm not going to say his name because i'm just going to mess it up jean pierre Jouinet. Oh, okay. He directed Amelie. Um, was, his, was his first name John Pierre? Yes. That's funny. I just kind of made that up. Amelie. Yes. <laughs> not Amelie. Whatever. I'm not French. Amelie. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, the French are assholes. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. <laughs> Stay out of Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> the beer flows like wine. And the beautiful anyway, women instinctively so we'll, flock we'll, like uh, the salmon of Capistrano. We'll finalize that on the last, the, the very first movie that we're on right now, Alien Resurrection. I don't know. It's, it's the bottom of our list, probably yep. for good reason. Next, uh, next on our list is Alien 3 right. or Alien Cubed. Alien Cubed. Alien Cubed. 
I love Alien 3. Do you really? I genuinely please, love please it. Please tell me why. I love the actors in it. You've got Tywin Lannister. But you didn't even know who he was <laughs> until you watched it no, again. No, no, but I thought he was great. So Alien 3 was the first Alien movie I ever saw when I was a kid. Oh, really? That was my introduction to the world. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I think it's great. I love that uh, we see for the first time the xenomorph actually taking attributes of its host. Uh, because the, the xenomorph in this one comes from, a, it is hatched from a dog. Mm-hmm. And so it's on all fours. Uh, it's different than the other xenomorphs in the previous two films. And I thought that was great. Um, rewatching it again, I still liked it. Uh, I liked that it's a prison. <laughs> and you've got, like, the guy that plays Bill Tench from uh, Oh, Mind Criminal Hunter. Minds. Or, yeah, Mind not, Hunter yeah, not Criminal on Minds. Netflix. The good one. He's great, and he tries to rape Ripley. Uh, and that scene actually like, so great. So great. <laughs> no, that scene is actually really cool. The music, uh, it's just a, a cool moment. And then uh, uh, one of the, the the prisoners comes out and saves her, and beats the crap out of that guy. And it's I just love the movie. I think it's really, really, really great. So one thing about um, the rest of these alien movies that are on our on our list is they're all directed by some pretty. Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters as far as the director. And it's for the most part, like the, either like the first or second movie. Yeah. yeah. So Alien 3 was directed by David Fincher. And David Fincher did movies uh, such as Seven. Fight Zodiac. Club. He did Fight Club. He did Zodiac. He's one of my favorite directors. Also Mindhunter, which know, we just huh? mentioned. He did That's that. probably where he got him from. Yeah. He did uh, The Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. So some pretty great movies. Really, really great films. Um, all, all really and, like intense, gritty movies. I've heard uh, he's really difficult to work with he is. as a director. And he's, really? he's basically disowned this movie. Because uh, <laughs> he didn't write it. The people that created yeah. Aliens wrote it. Um, and for some reason, they were adamant that Ripley ends up in an all-male prison. Because like, at the end of Alien 2... They go to hypersleep, they float away, and they crash land into an all-male prison. Yeah, which, another thing we can get into as we talk about more of these movies, but did you guys notice that the sequels to some of these movies just completely disregarded where the other movies Yes, yeah, and it pisses yeah. me off. It does. Alien 3. They, they build up characters yeah. like, that you really like, and then they're gone in the next one. They Ali- killed Hicks, and they killed Newt right off the bat. That's why I hate it yeah. so yeah. much. That, and that's where, when I said that I put Aliens, or Alien 3, above Alien Resurrection. Then Chris told me the reason why he put Alien 3 last, and I agree completely. And seriously, I wish I would have put it last because because of those characters that were great, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of like they just, sweep them off the board. They're meaningless. Yeah, and and I feel like they do it a lot. But like we've been talking about, they, they kind of just like, oh, well, it's a new movie, so we want a clean slate, except Ripley. So we're going to just... Wipe the slate clean, kill everyone off. Ripley, you've been in space for 57 years or whatever. So that, That's aliens. I know that's oh, okay, aliens, okay. but that's what I'm saying. They just kind of wipe the slate clean yeah. and say, let's just get a whole new cast now. Yeah. So uh, Alien 3, so we're, we're talking spoilers here. Alien 3 did have the ending where Ripley died, um, and she died with, she sacrificed herself, jumped into a hot boiling lead. Uh, because she had an alien queen inside. And while she that went moment, below the water, she put a thumbs up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> she slowly went down to the so, lava. So that moment, Terminator reference, by the way, when the xenomorph comes out of her body midair, yeah, was pretty bad. Yeah, like was. that was pretty dang. That, bad. The moment before that part, like the whole hour and 55 minutes was also really bad. I love it. I, love it. I think it's great. Really, really bad. Like, I really like when, when the guy, he's, 
basically Bishop, but a human Bishop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he shows up at the end, and he gets hit in the back of the head with, like, a crowbar. Yeah. And his ear is, like, hanging off. I yeah. thought that was so dope. That was a, an android, though. <laughs> right, but he's bleeding blood, not that was milky he? stuff. No, he, yes. he, he says that he's the he human says that, he's that Bishop the, yeah. was based off. But then That's when why his, they sent him. But then when his ear is hanging off of the side of his but face. But it's blood. It's like, not that oh, milk looks stuff. like an android. Yeah, yeah, it's blood. It's not milk stuff, like we yeah. just said. I don't know. Like That, but, that was pretty android-y. Rewatch it, homie. <laughs> no milk want stuff. <laughs> that part where you're talking about where Ripley's falling and the alien jumps outside of her yeah. to try to escape and she like catches it. And yeah. She's like, you're dying. It's so with me. bad. It's so, so, bad. so bad. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, that movie's Wait, the worst. It jumped out like out of her chest. Yes. So yeah. the whole yes. movie, While she's, she's pregnant with uh, the queen in her stomach. That's why the alien and won't the kill alien her. won't kill her. It kills oh. everybody. Because she has her. the queen. Yeah. Because in order for that their species to survive, she has to give birth to the queen. Yeah. Or and she's straight has up to give, come out of her chest. She straight up looks at Tywin Lannister and is like, do you like me? Like, like, are you, do I, are you attracted to me? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you know, I've been out there a really long time. <laughs> and then they just do it. And I thought that that was one of the most forward mm-hmm. sex scenes in I've been in out cinema. there for a really long time. I've been out time? there for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. she's horny. Yes. She's super <laughs> horny. I, was, I was like, what? So oh, now okay. she's in this prison full of men and she's just like, yeah, this, let's get This it. movie continued the tradition of introducing a character you think is important and then killing and then killing them off yeah. like unceremoniously. Like George Martin. <laughs> Which yeah. also, yeah. by the way, none of these movies take place on Earth except the very, very beginning of Prometheus and the very end of Resurrection. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take place on Earth, but it's all either other planets or in space. And that didn't transition to that at well, all. I just also, wanted to point that out because she's in a prison full of other men on a different planet. No, it starts, uh, it also starts in, uh, uh, covenant on earth. Whatever. Anyway. So <laughs> speaking of alien covenant, we're, that's the next on our list. Uh, number four, alien covenant, which is the sequel to Prometheus. So there might be some Prometheus, uh, spoilers Spoil. here, but, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? I love it. I think it's shot so beautifully. I think it's weird that that's that low, but I the other, I guess the ones above it are really good, so. Uh, Covenant was actually number one on my list. I yeah. think it's great. The reason why is because I, I love the character David. Um, and I like, I like him so much because, first of all, uh, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender mm-hmm. is amazing. He's such a great actor. Well, I like, I like how you have the comparison of Walter and David. Exactly. Which is, I, I thought that was wonderful. I love that when they kiss too. <laughs> they do kiss. I wonder Michael like Fassbender kisses Michael, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. And I wonder how how do they and that's film that? Such do a they Michael have Fassbender like, thing to do, right? They have oh, a, they had the Fassbender twins on there to act out oh, the scene. You made that joke today, and I fell for it. <laughs> I was like, man, it's amazing they got the Fassbender twins together in a movie. And he's like, what? There's two of them. The world would be a better place with one more Fassbender. Yeah, wouldn't it? it was a good. So, um. I really liked it because because it it, it calls attention to a lot of things about the alien movies that you know is this really about the xenomorphs or is it really about mankind's search for knowledge and their their desire to have answers and their desire to control everything and to know everything because that's kind of what David embodies. But I'll open it up to whoever else wants to go. Um, I think that the. Xenomorphs in this movie might have been the most the most terrifying. Yes. Oh, for sure. And they're they're kind of barely even in it. Like it it shows the the birth of the xenomorph that we all know. Yes. Uh, it's been perfected because Prometheus has some. Yeah, it's been perfected by David in a 
it kind of hurts your head kind of way to think about how um okay but whatever but the xenomorph and it was it was cgi i think on some parts it looked like especially when he was running like action but the other parts where it was like an animatronic awesome it looked awesome uh, the part where he's chasing him on top of the ship and, yeah. and drooling, and it's yeah. just super fast. It was the, the, the easily the most terrifying it was version spooky. of the Xenomorph. Yeah. It was definitely spooky. And I, I, loved, I loved it. I thought I thought that that scene where she has to be hanging off the edge of the ship, shooting it, and they're trying to shake it off the ship, but the ship is super uh, cumbersome, trying to take off, and it uh, it was suspenseful. It was. Fun. It was so much fun. So the movies, uh, a constant theme around the movies, especially Prometheus and Alien Covenant, is about creation. Is about uh, first of all, Prometheus. They uh, the whole the premise behind that is they go to a planet looking for these aliens that created humankind, and we'll get that into that. But then what happens is uh, these androids, uh, David being one of them, is created by humans. So you have these these engineers that they call them that created humans and humans created androids. And one thing that I actually really liked that might've been a controversial part of uh, alien covenant was that David freaking destroys the entire planet. His, his of heel turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like that because it's almost kind of symbolic. Like you guys created humans, then you tried to kill humans and then their creation comes and kills you. Complete yeah, genocide. Like, complete any, genocide. In any survivors he used, as uh incubator for yeah incubators so yeah. he could do his but he he took their creation also yes their creation of destruction and, and used it on them and, and then perfected it, it. and then perfected it it's their weapons of mass destruction if you think about it to murder them he's like a seriously evil mother effer oh, like he but, is, that's the thing in terms of like antagonists oh, like well, and he uses he is uses he, that recording of Shaw singing uh, country mm-hmm. Road by John Denver to, to call them there to call them there so that he can and he knew they'd show up so, eventually. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing: he's an android, so that begs the question: Can he be evil? Yes. Well, well yeah. Like his they, motivations. They, they, oh, they did you about, did you see the part where he committed genocide an entire? Planet? No, I get that. <laughs> yeah, he's evil. <laughs> they talk about though how he has thoughts of his own. He he is mm-hmm. he he's able to think for himself, and he to, he is he is specifically different from the other uh, androids in that he was the first. And he was the specific android for and Wayland, for Wayland. like made him specifically mm-hmm. so that he can do. I guess the point things. that I'm trying to make is, okay, so let's go to. Uh, but that's getting into Prometheus. Right. Let's go to Avengers um, with, uh, with Thanos, right? Every, like Thanos is, is obviously like, can you make the argument that Thanos is evil? Yes. Uh, yeah. Because you get behind his motivation, and his motivation isn't necessarily evil based. His his motivation internally is that he's trying to save people by killing half of it, the right. universe. Right. I have a. That's have where a, I'm coming from. Twisted. From David is it's like what's David's real motivation? Because his his motivation isn't evil based. I want to watch his motivation. Die. Is to hey, before we get too far, I have a tangent about Thanos that I read something today, and it's super interesting. He didn't kill anybody unless it was a ritual. He left whenever he killed somebody, it was complete chance. That's all. Okay. Anyway, Scott, well, you, you, uh, you, it's had interesting. Some, Scott, you had some questions about alien covenant. Did, did you have like, did we answer them or like, cause you didn't get to watch the whole movie, but yeah, I watched the end. Thanos of it, killed Loki, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh. 
Damn it, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, I got him off on something else. You got him off? Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, phrasing. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't have, I didn't see enough to, to know. Because Prometheus was number one on your list, right? Or was it Alien? Alien was number okay, one. Okay, but you had Prometheus pretty high. You liked it. Yeah, I liked Prometheus. But you had some questions about where Prometheus ended up and then that were answered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to talk about when we when we talk about Prometheus. Okay, all right. Then uh, should we move on to next yeah. one? Yeah, okay. The next one on our list is uh, num- number three, Aliens, which is the sequel to the first one, directed by James Cameron, post-Terminator 1. Um, Pre-Terminator 2. Pre-Terminator 2. Um, Jimmy so Cam. James Cameron is a heavy hitter. Great James Cameron. Yeah, uh, did Titanic, Avatar. Um, he, but, but this is... Speaks for himself. Epic yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, this is the rightful number one. Not even close. And <laughs> I feel like this, this, one. this is number one. And this I, has been my number one for a long ass time. Honestly, this was three it, on my your, list. Your, so. your, your logic is going to be so flawed and it's going to bug me so bad. And your logic is going to be flawed because no, you think not. you're thinking in facts that everything you have to say about it is facts. Here's the thing. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. Here's the thing is I've been a fan of this movie for as long as I can remember. And I watched it with you two at my house in this basement a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. And you guys were being assholes the entire time we were watching it. And I was even telling because it's Troy. it's a bad movie. No, because you guys were on your phones and complaining about the lighting. Coming the from the guy that texts during movies. Yeah, they were doing that. <laughs> they were like, oh man, I'm going to give this movie a fair shake. And then he was on Instagram the whole time. Huh. And then they're complaining about the lighting of the movie or saying something like, this movie is so... 80s but it was made in the 80s that's like going to jurassic park and saying this movie is not good it was made in the 90s it's so 90s that's not fair to hold against a movie and you can't hold that against it yeah but jurassic park stands up today so does aliens no it doesn't it does let's no, see here it doesn't. The, on the rolling stones list aliens is the I best don't movie give a- <laughs> what rolling stones said okay but the majority of people think that this is the best movie the majority so it's arguably the best movie Arguably, I really like. Okay, so there, I, I I liked this movie, but I liked Alien better. That's fine. So what what I'm saying is, as a film, yeah, it's far far from the top of the movies. As an action movie, I very much enjoyed it as an action movie, but that means it's a. It, but I'm talking about dumb action movies and i know that yeah and i disagree with that i like, think the wholeheartedly. reason i think the reason why you, you disagree with what that it's a dumb action movie that it's dumb because it is dumb well it's a good movie it's, it's game over man like that, <laughs> okay like, to be fair bill, 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 bill paxton's Paxton. horrible in that bill paxton, <laughs> bill paxton 80s bill paxton is not He's always sucked. almost single he has always paxton sucked alone rest in peace bill movie. bill paxton basically came in as chet from weird science like he, his name could have like been Chet for all yeah, I know. He didn't change at all. But I mean, he was bad in that movie, but he didn't ruin the movie. The movie no, was fantastic. No, no. He was very close to ruining the movie. The movie that movie is fantastic. It's my favorite Aliens movie. I think, oh, I think that's really interesting. It's I think it's so interesting I, that you guys don't like it. So I put Aliens above Alien. Yeah. Well, right well, there with you, but it's not a, my number one. It, 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 because I, I watched Alien, and it was like really stylized, almost Kubrick-esque. Right. And, and then it goes from that d- in, directly into like a, a cheesy, and I'm saying 80s movie because it's made in the 80s. Right. But it, it's just such a departure from what I felt like Aliens was that it like lost its... Uh, so like, I, uh, 
I, I don't know the the, the um, essence of what Alien it was. It went from a horror movie to an action movie. Yeah. So I can say this. So to Terminator. I think Alien is a better film. Yeah. But I like Aliens more. It's I, more I entertaining. I can agree me. with that statement. It's it's fun. I do think the Alien is a better film. I can I can see your p- point of view there. I, th- I think you're wrong, but I can see. <laughs> but it's funny because because Chris and I were talking about this, and each of these, each of at least the first four movies, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, and Alien Resurrection, are definitely products of their particular time period. Yeah. Like you look at uh, Alien One is a lot like uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's Kubrick esque. Yes, yep. you look at Alien uh, Aliens with James Cameron, and it's v- very much like Terminator. It's like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like 80s sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. You look at Alien 3, it's, uh, what was the... The Matrix, the Matrix. or like, you said Star Trek, right? Yeah. Like the, what's that one with Tom Hardy? Really? Star isn't Trek that, Resurrection? Isn't that called? No. I mean, there's an Alien Resurrection. But, but it is kind of funny how those movies are... But I know are, what you're talking about. Are, ...are products of their time. But I actually kind of side with Chris here, because I really liked Aliens. Yeah, um, Star Trek maybe I had Insurrection. Insurrection. Maybe I, maybe <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I think I actually had some some bias here because I really like James Cameron's movies. I um, guess I do too. Yeah. Um maybe and it's maybe just because I really 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 like Terminator and Terminator 2. Yeah. Um but I I liked Aliens. I liked the concept that, you know, you she goes to save Newt. Uh the the little spider things were super creepy in this movie. Yeah, they did the face huggers. When yeah, the face huggers when when she when Ripley and Newt get stuck in the room. Yeah, that's a good And part. those spiders are coming after them and yeah. like ooh. Um and the and the really iconic the uh, she's in the mech thing. Um that was good. Here's the I, thing. I really yeah, I mean, that, that, and then the that, queen. I love that part Fight, fighting the queen in the mech. Yeah. Uh, that, that was that great. Was awesome. That's that's like super iconic. But I I am a sucker for movies that have inept command uh, over soldiers. Like I I I think that's a great I think that's a great storyline in almost any movie that has soldiers is where there's someone in command. I agree. That definitely should not be in command. Yeah. I'm a sucker for it. I love it. It Jake, might you're, it you're might be the, it here. might be cheap. It might be might be an easy uh an an easy outlet for the film. But I just, I love it. I think it's great. Okay. So the part that bugged me the most about the movie, the part that made the movie a bad movie is the military, is the Marines. The Marines are what screwed the movie yeah. up. How, how Half, so? By the time they, uh, they got to the planet, I think I said, I, I'm on the alien side right now. Exactly. <laughs> I was hoping for the aliens to kill all the Marines. <laughs> now, that being said, um, we talked about it. We watched this movie here at Chris's house. We talked about it afterwards. This movie created uh, so many action movie tropes that, like, we've seen it a hundred times by now. True, like the uh, the Vasquez, the super overly mm-hmm. masculine woman that is that's that is super kind of hot, and oh, it's <laughs> just I'm fun fact. Into it. it, she's John Connor's mom, adopted mom, in a. Uh, Terminator 2. Oh, she she's the is. one that stabs yeah. the milk carton. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then you got uh, you Kyle got, Reese was also an alien. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. And he was great. You got a uh, guy in uh, Bill Paxton uh, where he's just he, like I'm, I'm on your side. He's really bad. He's, really, <laughs> really, he's bad. really bad. When he's like strutting down the, the, the car like <laughs> 
I'm a certified badass. And I'll We've got flamethrowers. We've got M16s. When I don't protect you, my badass friends will protect you. <laughs> then, the, then the overly aggressive black sergeant's like, Shut up and sit down. I love that like, when he woke up and put the cigar right in his mouth. <laughs> he woke yeah, up it was in cryo sleep. That was great. I loved yeah. it. Dude. That was um, so good. You had, uh, I mean, Chris brought it up that basically the the intro to Halo was the also right at the beginning of of Halo. Halo Combat Evolved took everything from this movie. The way their guns were positioned on the on the racks. The, the the drill fact sergeant that the gun had numbers yeah like, like the the countdown down, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Halo took everything from this movie it's, not only Halo but Call of Duty did the yeah. whole opening of scene of Call of Duty four where he's like I like to keep this for close encounters and he pulls out the <laughs> yeah. shotgun and he's like get up soldier we are leaving we are leaving that's from that's from Aliens yeah. um, Half Life took the turrets from, right. from from Aliens and set them up so they can shoot down the xenomorphs. One thing, one thing aliens did that uh, is, is probably cliche is they took a scary movie and guess what? Here's a child threw a child right into it. It's yeah. better than a cat. I agree. <laughs> but I, I, Way like, better than a cat. But threw Way a child into it. Jake. And you know what? There was actually some pretty scary moments. Like when they're first in that, in that spot where, the, where all the other colonists were and then all the aliens start coming out of the wall. That oh, was yeah. pretty cool. And then, and then when the aliens are coming to the rest of them, when they barricaded themselves and they're in the ceiling, that yeah, was pretty cool. That part, because cool. it was like getting closer yeah. and closer. But definitely it, more it, action it, vibe than horror vibe. It, it vibe. inspired a lot of scenes from a lot of movies. You got the, Chris mentioned it again, that again with the raptors from, from Jurassic Park, with the way the aliens mm-hmm, were The clicking noise. And the, too. Yeah. Trying to get, trying to distract them and stuff. Like, it was... It created a lot of tropes, and um, so I think a little bit of that is also going into why I don't like the movie, is because all these stupid tropes that I hate <laughs> come from this movie, and it's hard to hate them. It's kind of like uh, Fallout Boy. I can't stand Fallout Boy. Yeah, not because I hate Fallout Boy, but because I hate every other band that sounds exactly like. It pains me that you compared Aliens to Fallout Boy. That's exactly. <laughs> That's pains I, me. I can't think of a better. Or more oh, apt. dude! Shut so up. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Aliens is is generally liked, but also hated in a lot of respects. So I think falling at number three actually fits. Here's the thing: um, I, I enjoyed the movie, and I'll and I would watch it again happily. But it's a it's a movie where I can turn my brain off, and just watch a dumb action movie. Like, sure, that's that. That's where its strength is, but it's also where it falls short, and that's why it fell so low on my list. So, okay, what's well, right. next? My two cents. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on then. So, number two on our list, unless anybody else has anything else to say about aliens. No. Okay. Number aliens two on our is list the best. is uh, the num- the first movie, Alien. That was that was one on my list. It's a great uh, movie. Directed by uh, is number two for me. Directed by Ridley Scott. Who, number two for me. Yeah, uh, Alien. I think it was number three. I don't know. Hold on. Alien was actually number four on my list. Ooh. Um, and here's the reason. Lowest. Here's the reason why. It's not that I didn't like it. Like I said at the beginning, I liked all of these movies, but part of the reason why I didn't like Alien is because I didn't like the, and granted it was made in 1979, so you can't really blame it, but the, the animatronics and the, the puppet puppeteering 
was it, it removed and me the from, way the alien looked he, it yeah, was a, it removed it was me a from guy that. in a it's, costume it's aged which is poorly yeah has, uh, in, in vis- vis- but, visually it has aged but i, I do i do love practical effects effects yeah, and yes. and set building like so, they did really well with yeah the job. Was, I and they're 11 million dollar budget they built an entire Impressive. spaceship basically yeah it looked amazing and 11 million dollars went a lot further in 1979 i'm sure it did but now but also none of the actors like John Hurt might have been the biggest actor at the time. Was this Sigourney Weaver's first movie? I don't know if it was her first movie, but it was it, it was, was before it was, she it was basically is. Yeah, yeah. it was before. I think it's the movie that made her. Basically. Definitely. And so John Hurt might have been the biggest actor, and at the time he was known for his stage work in England. More so. He's than a phenomenal else. actor. Oh, he's a wonderful. He actor. was a skinny, skinny guy. He was yeah. super scrawny. Well, well, but I'm, what, what I'm getting at is that it cost eleven million dollars to make and. They were able to make those sets because they didn't. They spent that eleven million dollars. They didn't spend almost nothing of it. Jeez, of that eleven million dollars, they spent almost nothing of it on their. You know what's aged the worst from that movie? What's that? Tom Scarrett's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they were bad. They I'm were sure they've so gotten worse bad. since then. Oh no, I think they've gotten replaced since then because they were horrific, <laughs> rotting out of his head. It looked like. But what I really liked about it is how real real the characters were mm-hmm. every single one and it's easy to do when, when you have such a limited cast yeah but like the, the dialogue was so yeah, great they, they, they felt really close to the um like the, I, I don't know that the the engine room guys that all they cared about was the money and like yeah they, like they'd be talking about really important things like uh if they're gonna go follow dis- the distress signal and stuff and and all they can care- talk about is getting raises and so yeah. and speaking bonus. of like the engine room guys i do have a question when the guy is going to find Jonesy, the cat, what is that water? It's like it's rain. the same water that flooded in a resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> it's been falling for so long that okay. eventually it flooded. Because the, 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 there was no atmosphere where they were at. Nope. And, and so, so, yeah, I was really confused while I was rewatching I, it again. I think it's safe to assume they have water on the ship somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. but like, like why is it all dripping cooling? down? Yeah, th- there's no, I'm sure there's no. But also, that, that very same scene I loved where he's, he's like looking up and he can't tell, he can't tell that the alien is there, yeah. the xenomorph is there hanging from the chains. I, I just thought that scene was really, really well done. So, um, going back to Scott's point about the, the real characters, the, re- the characters feeling real, um, that was actually something. It was when uh, the captain had died. And uh, the Ripley's trying to like create a plan, and the black guy won't Parker. listen to her. He won't listen to her, and he keep, he just walks around. He's walking around in the background, just kind of mumbling to her to himself. And finally, Ripley turns and just screams, "Will you shut up? Yeah, we have a plan. We need to make a that plan." That was a great moment. It, I know it, it's such a great moment. It felt real. Like she was really real. pissed off at him too. But it felt real because I know so many people like him. Yeah. That just yeah. well, like, I am him in in many cases. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you just you just go and talk about your own thing while someone else is trying to say something important. You're walking around. Really, who does that? Show them. <laughs> well, you're walking around <laughs> trying to show them that you don't think what they're saying is that important. So yeah, I don't know. I the the dialogue and the ability of them to create believable yeah. characters was so good. Yeah, and, and one thing about it is like what really dates it is really slow pacing especially at the beginning yeah but but i really didn't mind it i kind of i kind of enjoyed it it took over an hour to see a xenomorph yep 
And the Xenomorph has less than three minutes of screen time total. Or four minutes. In, in four a minutes. monster movie. You yeah. Can, you oh, they man, they when, did a great job. When the captain is in the uh, in the vents and it comes Dallas? up Dallas? Yeah. Dallas, yeah. yeah. Dallas, was, get out of there. Good. One thing I really liked about this movie. Um, Alien? Yeah, about, about Alien was that, uh, thank you, I had to, lost my train of thought. <laughs> anyway, is that you have, you have a, a movie that shows some catastrophic a sequence of events that could have been avoided by one simple thing. And that is that when the two guys came, came on the ship after the other one had gotten the face hugger, uh, when they came on the ship, Ripley basically said, I'm not opening the hatch because uh, quarantine protocol yeah, says yeah. that you have to stay there for 24 hours. Had she done that, those two guys would have died. Of course the, uh, the, xenomorph would have been, would have been um, born or come out or whatever, but then they would have been able to, take that out and the rest of the crew would have survived but, but it was which brings us to an important it. aspect of aliens we haven't really touched on yet is the android yep right the, the android right. all the androids Bilbo. have their own motivation yep. <laughs> except bishop bishop actually was a good android was a bishop good was great well that was part of a twist too as you sure. were expecting yeah, 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 yeah. His how many times how many times when we were watching alien how many times aliens yeah how many times did i say don't trust him he's gonna he's gonna Mm-hmm. And they wanted he's gonna to double cross you because an alien, because an alien, the the android, the android double crossed him. And then my, and like I said, my uh, my introduction to the series was Prometheus, and yeah. and I mean that one's the epic, yeah, double yeah. cross, yeah. But it's uh, the the androids are dicks. You have, they you have, have their own motivation. You have two yeah. movies where they're not dicks, and that is. Uh, that is aliens with Bishop and then alien resurrection. You had Winona Ryder was a, was an Android. Also and alien three, I guess alien three. The only thing you had with an Android was Bishop again, where she kind of mm-hmm. plugged but him back in her. to get some information. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess so. And then you feel bad for him. He's like, but it's like, he's he like, turned like me off. Eggs. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to die. It kind of throws off this whole thing that the androids were created by Wayland corporation to bring the aliens but in, to them. In so alien, it was just the company. The company, yeah, yeah. the company the created company. the company sent them, dude. When way so I know I'm going back to the aliens more than I should, but <laughs> when Bishop dies at the end or when he gets stabbed at That's the sad. end, he ripped in half, ripped in half, dude, ripped in. But the amount of blood that is that milk stuff, yeah. But the amount of blood that because because Covenant was by far the goriest movie in the series. It's brutal, but. That scene at the end of Aliens, if that blood had been red, I mean, oh, yeah. that would have been. I don't know. Yeah, like weak in the knees. <laughs> Alien yeah. Three had a guy flying into a fan. That was pretty gory. I didn't see that. Well, <laughs> speaking of the, the gore, like Alien had gore when uh, the well, uh, the robot burster. gore or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. It, when that when that guy died, when that so, yeah. got his head. Ripped Funny off, enough, yeah. Jake. Dude, that was really. Jake good. asked me. He's like. He said something along the lines of, uh, "This guy reminds me of David. He seems kind of fishy." And then uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of the trade of, of androids is to be distrustful. And he's like, does this movie have androids? And I was like, oop, that's not too much. <laughs> and then Synthetic. they hit him in the face with a fire and extinguisher and his head rips off like some yeah. John Carpenter movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first time you see it, you're like, oh, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. Milk spring. And his like, like, hands or something. Yeah, well, he was like yeah. sweating milk. Thing. I was like, what yeah. is that? What is yeah. going on? So and then, speaking. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I I I didn't have that spoiler experience, so so I didn't even I had no idea. No, I didn't even I didn't know either. Chris, well, Chris said Android, and eventually, as he was like, 
throwing her around. I was like, well, yeah, no, duh. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he had super strength, I was like, that, 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 but that slow realization yeah. was pretty good. They did that really well. Yeah, they did. So speaking of the company that has been mentioned, Waylon Yutani yeah. is mm-hmm. the company. It's uh, the conglomerate, conglomerate of a, an American and a Japanese company. Indeed. What was that? Indeed. Yeah. So this is my favorite part is uh, my take that um, Blade Runner and Alien are all in the same universe. They, they are. Ridley um, Scott. Has so, Ridley yeah. Scott said that. So yeah, and, let me. Let and, me. and Soldier. <laughs> no, I'm not yes. kidding. No, yes. Kurt so, Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Uh, yeah. And, and then there's and, a bunch of novels and video games. And Wally. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. Let which, me get, which brings in Toy Story. And, yeah. Let me true. get to this. So Alien was directed by Ridley Scott, who's a, who's a big heavy hitter, like we said. He also directed, three years later, Blade Runner, which we already mentioned mm-hmm. is part of the same canon. Uh, he did um, that Thelma implies so Gladiator, much. Black Hawk Down. Um, that implies that the the androids that they built on Earth that they send out to mine, mm-hmm. like when they sent out um, what's the blonde dude's name from Blade Runner? Oh uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Rutger Roy, Howard. Roy Batty. Rutger Howard could have been out there mining with the the ships, and with he could have ships. he could have been like a bishop or a yeah. That's crazy. He probably was. Mm-hmm. That's but, crazy. But the, all the Easter eggs throughout the films are great. Yeah, like I, I like the. So when Ripley in Alien is getting the uh, escape ship, the escape pod ready, uh-huh. yeah. um, she has the the screen that pops up that's uh, that says like uh, it's about the engine, like you have to uh, flood flood the engine or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, but it's the exact same startup process and startup screen that Gaff has in his car when he's when really? he picks up uh, Harrison Ford for the first time. Isn't it the same um, company too? Like the same company? Yeah. Logo? So, well, in 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 the, the Tyrell Corporation. Well, no, it, it's not the same. But um, in one of the, uh, in one of the the Blu-rays, the the special features, um, there's a letter from uh, Mr. Wayland that basically says that his his hero and his idol, uh, Doctor Tyrell. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of gave him all the. It, it, there's all sorts of. There's all sorts of stuff. Deeper. Well, and and so, and uh, sorry. Um, go ahead. Uh, Ridley Scott said that when he was designing in in his mind when he was designing the the city L.A. in Blade Runner, he specifically had in mind he wanted it to look like uh, when the people from Alien landed back on Earth that they would just go to a bar down the street from where Harrison Ford lived. And they just grab a drink that like that was his vision. It's just uh, it, it got me really excited kind of learning more about this and finding the Easter eggs. Uh, yeah, I, f- I found a, a list that, that kind of put all of the um, canon um, pieces in, in order of like the chronological order. It makes me yeah. really want to go through them all and like, yeah, like watch the movies, watch the short, mo- short films and the books, read the books and play the video oh, games yeah. just to go through it. That'd be kind of cool. So going back to Ridley Scott for a little bit, he, uh, alien was the second feature film that he, uh, that he directed. He directed a couple of shorts and some, some TV, some episodes from some TV series. Um, but, uh, alien is kind of his baby. And, uh, and that's why he came back and did Which, Prometheus um, and covenant. Um, Sorry, were you going to say something? But then, well, I was just going to, I'll make this real quick point. So Aliens is Baby, he made in 1979, and then three years later, he did Blade Runner. Right. So just kind of throwing that out there to kind of corroborate what you guys are saying. Which, Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to mention this earlier, but we kind of got off topic or whatever. 
But uh, whenever Ridley Scott does an alien movie, there's heavy, heavy themes that yeah. co that go along with it. like creation, mm-hmm. God, faith, uh, Jesus, uh, faith. Um, but in Alien, the heavy theme is rape, basically. It's things, the fear Everything of... Everything in the movie is super fat. It's fear of things being in your body. Yeah. And he wanted to make it a point to say that the first person that gets raped and impregnated in this movie is a guy. Yeah. And if, if you kind of slow down the scene when the face hunger jumps on him, freaking phallus comes out of the face hugger and it goes into his body and it mm. impregnates him and it, he, there's nothing he can do about it. I never really thought of so, that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wild. It's yeah. fear of things being in your body that shouldn't be and there. Everything. In I the think that's a fear that everybody foul. has. Yeah. Like, it's, it's. Yeah, I know. Except for Jake. Jake doesn't have that fear. It's a fear everybody has except Jake. Mm. <laughs> now, Reese brought up. Reese brought up. Uh, uh, the when she was getting ready in the in the escape pod in Alien, yeah, and this is the part that the only part of the movie where I like had to drop my suspension of disbelief and be like, "Shut up!" And it was when she left the thing, the left cat? the thing to go get the cat. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. And, and this is what so far up the wall. This is what I, separates people with hearts and people that don't have hearts. <laughs> well, because I would go back and get my dog in a heartbeat. But then she leaves the cat. Oh, she leaves she the cat in the case too. She basically kicks it around. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, but, so she she's in the case. And yeah, she, she gets the it. cat. She puts it in the case. She's going down the hallway. She Big runs back case. into the xenomorph and she leaves the cat. The, yeah. Then she gets on the ship and she launches and everything's good I and hunky dory. And then the cat's back there. And then so is the. Well, then there's that part I, where she puts the cat in the box and then the, the xenomorph is looking at yeah. the cat. Yeah. So yeah. the xenomorph cool. literally takes the cat with it to go back onto the ship. Why? No, when she came back, the, the case was still there. She picked it up. Oh, did I, she? Yeah. I, I must have missed that. Yeah. When she came back, she picked it up. Because I thought she just left. Because she, she had her flamethrower in the cat in the case and she was mm-hmm. just like banging it against the wall, <laughs> flipping it upside down. I hope that I, I don't buy for a second that if you are getting chased by a xenomorph and you were trying to escape from your ship, that you would go back. And you tell your buddies, meet me there in seven minutes. Meet me I'm going to prepare seven the... minutes because I'm going to yeah. self destruct the ship. That you would go back going, uh, come here, come here. If would, there's, would your wife if go back and get the cat? You're going to be alone in space. You might. Not, not if you had seven minutes to live. She so would probably and was being your wife would go back and get the cat. Being chased by a xenomorph. I'm glad you I have. A, I'm glad you have experience being chased by a xenomorph. I'm in about seventy eight percent sure that my wife would go back and get her cat. I no don't. Matter what I don't buy for were. a second that anybody <laughs> getting chased by a xenomorph would think. Some of us give a second love our family. I I would go back and get the cat just to watch it die later. My my only thought is survival. You would throw your kid on the floor. Like, <laughs> Get him! <laughs> which, which, how, how huge was that uh, that explosion? Like that explosion was. They, they, they went, went to. Plaid. They went to plaid. <laughs> they went to flannel. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that, that was the space balls that took me. In, or, I uh, made that joke when we watched it. <laughs> I love it. I love it so it much. It took me a second to go there. Ser- seriously though, it, it like boom, 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 and every time it happened, it was like. Oh, what shapes are going to happen in this uh, explosion? Also, I also... And then it was for nothing. I also want to point out... It was for nothing. It was, <laughs> it was on there with her. Right. Yeah. I also want to point out Alien, Aliens, 
Alien Covenant and Alien Re- Resurrection all have erection. The- you almost said erection again. <laughs> any again? Erection, any erection. <laughs> alien, alien erection. Resur- Going back to the theme. Resur erection. Anyway, so Alien Aliens. Alien Covenant and Alien Resurrection all had the uh, alien, the xenomorph, the last xenomorph, I guess, dying the same way. Through Ejected air, through from airlock. Uh, yeah. E- ejected. Ejected from airlock. Well, Covenant. That's what I said. He oh, said, did you say Covenant? Yeah. He, yeah. Any, okay. any, any, okay, we get it, we get it. But yeah, 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 I hear you now. I, I didn't hear you say Covenant, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I thought that was kind yeah. of a little bit played out, but also kind of We funny. haven't even got to our number one movie yet. Right. Well, I think it's I think it's appropriate that we spend a little more time on Alien because it's I agree. The first it started everything. Yeah, it's Num- it's really good. You guys okay to move on? Yeah. yeah. All right. Alien or sorry, the number one in the Alien franchise is Prometheus. We're gonna spend a little time on this one too. I have a feeling. This yeah, I like Speak, this fans of fans of the Alien franchise would be irate right now, like hardcore. Oh, for fans. sure. Yeah, because they hate this movie because mm-hmm. it, it causes more plot holes in the whole overarching story than not. I, I don't. I tend to not care. I really like this. But movie. I think. But yeah. I, I think the reason. And I talked about this with Jake in the car just for a moment. Uh, I think the reason being is is uh, you know Mr. St- Stone. Yeah. Mr. Stone. No. What's his name? Ridley no, Scott. Ridley Scott. Why was I thinking Stone? Mr. Stone? <laughs> Oliver Stone Gosh, or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> so Ridley Ridley Scott is coming back to the franchise with. Prometheus, and and I and I think that uh, I, I think it's fair to say that with Alien being his baby, maybe he had a feeling that the other directors and writers bastardized his his yeah, story. I, I agree with you there. I and think so. That, he's coming back, yeah. and sure, there may be plot holes in the whole overarching yeah. franchise, but I think he's trying to bring it back to what he envisioned. What are some of those plot holes that you're saying? So, a big mystery of Alien since 1979 has been the space jockey. A uh, space jockey is an alien. They land on a planet. They try to go get some more money for a payload. What they find is a spaceship. And in the spaceship is a giant person sitting in a chair at like... With a, a trunk. Yeah. Yeah, he a has trunk. a trunk. Looks and like he's a sitting at a... Um, he's Looks sitting like at a, a giant gun, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a hole in his chest. And the hole is going out. So something came from inside of him out. So kind of hinting towards a xenomorph later. But everyone's like, what is that? And they called him the space jockey. And so for a long, long time, 1979, 2012, people were speculating what that was and how that alien spaceship landed there. Because it's not from that planet, it's from another planet, but it crashed there. Yeah, it was and a derelict Prom- spaceship, which means it, it yeah. crash landed. So Prometheus was supposed to answer those questions. So you get to the space jockey and he gets up and he stands up and he starts chasing them around like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> so it wasn't the same... No, it wasn't the same one. Right, it's not the right. same. So it's not and the Alien same one. Covenant answered that because that I, wasn't the ship that you saw in the first one. But it hasn't answered the jockey yet. Yeah, yes. but it, it's a different. Uh, but but you know who like what you know what they are. Yeah. But you, you know, know yeah, what you know he wasn't engineer. at a gun. You know, he was flying. But he, but I, he I, was I don't at even a gun. think it was the same planet. But we didn't know that. Like as right. a, as the audience, we we assumed yeah. it was the you same. You saw him get on the get on that horseshoe ship, right? And, and, and then by you the way, see, I think that's then a you great see the giant guy sitting at the gun, so you assume it's the same guy, mm-hmm. and then he gets up and chases them. So it's supposed to be kind of a plot twist. Yeah. But you also saw canisters with black, gooey liquid, not eggs. Right. right. So, so I think that should already, if you're a, a true alien fanatic, should already scream to you that that's not the ship because it has canisters and not, not eggs. eggs. 
Well, I mean, the, the, eggs, had eggs. the eggs came from David. Yeah. Uh, turns out. Yeah. It turns out. <laughs> he engineered them, but that that's I, that's what, like, I mean, so they announced, I think there was, they were going to do four prequel movies. Uh-huh. So I think if you're really going to an- answer the question of who that jockey was, mm-hmm. You would uh, probably come in, it, but probably it, it was in very intentional to have but him you, sitting R- there by Scott a gun. So you at least know his race, right? You know yeah. that right. he's an engineer, air quotes engineer, and and that their their spaceships are all similar. Yeah, what and, I, and Ridley Scott did say that there will be another prequel that will one hundred percent tie them all together. Right. I, I hope that he gets to make it because for some reason Covenant kind of bombed at the box. There, there is one in pre production scheduled for two thousand nineteen. So hell yeah, I hope it gets cool. made. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Prometheus, the, they, they try to answer the question. Well, the movie starts you out with them just, answer, just the very asking the question. Start yeah. Is the very beginning. They, where do we come so from? Explain that. Like, uh, so he drinks this stuff, yeah. right? And, and, and the, the black liquid. And, and so he's on earth. Yeah. He's that on was, earth. that was the he creation of, that. That was of the life. Creation he, of life on earth. He falls into the waterfall oh. and then it, his body disintegrates his DNA so that he so did he create, sacrifice himself to create yeah so there yes. was like protozoas and amoeba and the water and that will that evolve into monkeys eventually evolves into humans. and uh and that's why when they test the the engineer's dna it is in a perfect match yep the human yep. dna mm-hmm. there's a, a theory that ridley scott actually confirmed but the reason why in the movie that they decide to blow up earth is jesus was also an engineer yeah, that's yes. why he kind of had that hood on his head. Mm-hmm. So Jesus was an engineer, and everybody killed him. And yes, and, when and they that's why. Oh, so they were going to shoot because one of those canisters to Earth, and that was just going to kill. And the canister was going to have the aliens. I actually had a thought about that because um, because when they do a little a little test to see how old the body was, they said two thousand two thousand years. years. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, that coincides a little bit with the whole mm-hmm. Jesus timeline, and that. Kind of makes sense, and I I really like the main character in that movie, um, Shaw, Doctor Shaw. Yeah, like, oh, she's great. But well, I, I got to throw out there, how does she run around just having a C section? <laughs> that really. I want to get to that part eventually. Medicine. But okay, sorry, that, I, that, that just I love that she's me, still obviously. a woman of faith, even though yeah. the movie yeah. challenges every single one of her beliefs. because she chooses to believe. Right, but yeah. then she says the one that. line when when they say who created he them? Created, yeah, who created them? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, she's a great character, and she really unceremoniously killed her. Boyfriend is pretty cool. He, yeah, he upgrade. was great actor. So, so unceremoniously killed that brings to the pre- point I made previously about the, how the sequel kind of just disregards where the other movie left yeah. off. That movie left off where really David's the most important character in uh-huh. both movies. Yeah. You think Shaw is, but then Prometheus ends with them looking for the home planet of these engineers. And then it turns well, out Shaw you know, really didn't matter so much because the, she just died. The end of the end of uh, of the latest one, Covenant. She David, and she knows right. it, and she knows she's dead. And so this movie is she's basically the the main character, at least the main protagonist. Yeah, and she's and she lost. She yeah, lost, Tro- right. Troy was saying it earlier. Like that, the, there, there's the there's the main tension of the movie, and it's this the the in it's Shaw, and then in Covenant, it's I'm not sure Daniels, da- Daniels, Daniels, and uh, and then so, so you the rest think of she's put pu- she's pushing the movie and the and the the plot along, but all the, all at the same time, it, it's David that's that's actually yeah. pushing the real plot in the end along. Which, I think the most important character is James Franco. 
I know. Huh? <laughs> Without about, him, who would have yeah. that movie? Sorry, that was lost. in Covenant, not Prometheus. That was in Covenant, and he lasts about so, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about why we like Prometheus because this is our number well, one, one. Though one more thing I want to say is all of these movies have a strong female lead as the main protagonist, and the thing I really like about that is uh, is it's not. I don't feel like I'm being pandered to. I don't, I don't feel like it's like they're a female lead just because they're a female. Like the first one was made back in 1979. Sigourney Weaver was obviously the main character. But I like how Alien, the Aliens movies, continued with that, that, that thing. Yeah, Ripley's, a, Ripley's a badass. Yeah, yeah, Ripley is a badass. That. All, yeah, all of them. She, it didn't matter what her gender was. She when, was a badass. When yeah, we watched great. this movie earlier, me, Chris, and Scott, when we watched it earlier, we talked about it after the movie was over, after Alien was over. Yeah. We're saying it, Ripley didn't feel like, she, well, she didn't feel like Vasquez. Right. She, right. she felt like she was just a part of the crew. And she was the one who was able to outsmart. She, she was just most the most capable, the most of the crew. capable, and and the smartest. And she was able to to survive. And, and it all didn't of, feel like Hollywood pandering to a exactly. to a minority. All, exactly. all of these female protagonist leads weren't women trying to be buff and strong or or, or stereotypically males. Uh-huh. Yeah. they were females who were strong, and that's that's what I, I like because it. it was you know it was believable you know yeah. and and I feel like you know it, it works. I think it works even for the whole story until the whole, aliens whole comes story. along and then you get Vasquez. <laughs> <laughs> but like even regardless of like, but you still have gender, Ripley who was better than her. Regardless of her gender, though, that person was the main character, and it made complete sense, and it didn't matter right. what they look like. Exactly, exactly. That they were the most capable, and and Ripley is an awesome. It but I felt matter. the same way with Numi Rapace and Oh, and yeah, Shaw. totally. And, as well as Daniels, and I can't remember the actress's name, and I'm really sorry. It's Watterson. Her last name's Watterson. She, uh, but she f- it felt natural that she was the, the, the main protagonist. Let's Cole's give her some credit. So. Catherine Watterson. Yeah, Catherine Watterson. Yeah, she's good. She's so, in um, but, Fantastic Beasts. Right. Yeah. And, but, then, um, and then she died. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So, um, so let's no. go back to Prometheus. It's number one on our list. Let's talk about why. So um, here's, here's my thing. This was my introduction to the, to the series. Mine too. And I didn't know that it was an alien movie. So I went and saw it in the theaters. And as I was watching it, I was like, holy, this movie is intense. It is fun. It's, cra- it's kind of a crazy, intense movie. Really deep. Really deep. It had really... Uh, uh, the themes were really heavy, religious overtones, um, religious overtones, really great acting all around. It, yeah. Great acting. Michael Fassbender is fantastic. Oh my goodness. So, so we, um, we talked about this before, like this is an overused word, but that movie is epic. Oh yeah. In yeah. terms of yeah. scale and scope. I mean, the visually, sweeping the, landscapes, thematically it's, it's the soundtrack is so things good. like you have Charlize Theron yeah. and oh, she, was, she was so hated. Like, I hated her so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she oh, did yeah. so good. The cast and of Prometheus Idris alone: Idris Elba, Idris Elba, Charlize Theron, Guy Pierce, Michael Fassbender. I forgot about Guy Pierce. He was great yeah, in it too. He's good. Yeah, as a as a raisin, <laughs> yeah. he, he was pretty great. And so, he had a good. He had a good uh, spot in Covenant. Logan too. Marshall yeah. Green. Logan Marshall Green. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Logan Marshall Green. I, dude, when he like was like, do it, do it, yeah. do it, and then she finally decided to torch him. I was like. Oh my the, god! Like it was such a great. The scene. bad guy from Mission Impossible is in it. Yeah, so he's oh. he's been in a handful of things. I can't remember his name. I don't know. He was in. Either. He's a bad guy in Rogue oh, Nation. Yeah, he's yeah, in he a show called Gorgeous. Oh, and he had the 
See, his legs part, were up by his face. Those are some good deaths, though. <laughs> that death was amazing. Man, those are some good why deaths. He like showed up and was suddenly like Zo- super zombie. Yeah, super zombie. But I don't know. he freaking wrecked ship when he showed up. <laughs> yeah, Just throwing people. It took like eight gunshot, eight eight shotguns, and a and a flamethrower. One thing I didn't down. like about his character at the beginning was is it was kind of a callback to the first Alien where the crew members all they cared about was money and yeah. that's what he said but it seems so forced. It wasn't as real as, yeah. as the, yeah, the original that's fair. Dude, this movie is responsible for giving me my first panic attack in a movie theater. <laughs> the C-section. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a cesarean. Oh, and it brings it out and it like gives it like comes but, out. But, but like, just like oh, the yeah. whole thing where she's panicking, putting it in the computer. She and she, like, her she stomach just, uh, is broken. Uh, broke she uh, abdominal, abdominal surgery. And then the like, sack bursts and it gets all inside but, like, her. Yeah. The, the claws <laughs> come down and, and open up her stomach after a laser cuts her. It, and she's stabbing herself with like I'm morphine, get, assuming whatever. morphine. That's or one of the finest moments of acting I've ever seen. Yes, like, yeah. she was insane. and that whole set and piece was amazing. Inside the thing, so it's super close. And then, and then she has to like scoot past her faces, like and then right she's next to in there my, with the monster. My hands were glued to the top of my head. <laughs> I was like, oh so, my gosh! So when I like my heartbeat was racing, dude. So I had seen all the Alien movies leading up to yeah, Prometheus. Um, but when I saw Prometheus, I was in Afghanistan and, uh, we had on our little, on our little base, we had a little, uh, bazaar where the locals would come and they'd sell their wares and they were selling, uh, pirated DVDs of movies in America. Um, usually like cam versions or whatever. Right. But my, uh, shout out command Sergeant major Bradley Jones. Uh, he was my first Sergeant when we were in Afghanistan. Thanks for your service, sir. He he was a an alien junkie. Like loved all the alien movies because you know he's older than me. Um, but he he said he went and bought this DVD and he said, Reese, we're gonna watch the alien movies and then we're gonna watch this. And so we did. And so I got to watch all the alien movies again leading up to this movie. Yeah. And then we watched Haji version of, <laughs> of Prometheus. <laughs> um, and and it was actually a really good copy. Yeah. Um, but it just it completely... Did anyone get up in the middle and walk out of the thing? No, it wasn't it wasn't actually a cam version. Like it was a legit like I think it was one of the uh like for your consideration for like the Oscars or something like that. Um <laughs> but it was a it, it blew me away. It just completely floored me um for reasons that you've already mentioned. This was this your number one? Yeah, this was my number one. Okay, this was um, number two for me. This is a I, beautiful movie. I oh, loved every minute of that this movie. scene where David turns on the projector image of, with the space jockey and mm-hmm. the yeah. image all over the screen. Yeah, I actually saw this at Jose's house. What's up, Jose? Uh, in 3D because he had a three three D TV. At Jose's yeah, house. and I was seriously like reaching or like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> trying to touch a star in front of my face, like I was swimming or something. It was a really cool experience. It's no. an unreal movie. I yeah, it, it was. So, it was shot 100 in three with 3D cameras. Yeah, was it? It was, mm-hmm. it, dude. It was gorgeous. The cinematography in the movie was great. The acting was great. The directing was. I mean, Ridley Scott speaks for himself, right? And there, there um, were some uh, like callbacks to the feel of Alien, where with like the wide yeah. shots that held for a, the, for yeah, a long time. Yeah, hold the wide shot. The, for the, a there was a lot of those things. Oh, and her at the end when she's running. And she's like running to the uh, to the escape pod, or whatever. And all the t- the why and I think wasn't it while what's his name was getting David was getting his head ripped off. 
Oh, um, that was when they were in the the horseshoe ship. Yeah, and she was running across the field that was opening up. She's running, yeah, that she's was running awesome. across the field trying to get to the thing, and then and then, and then Charlie's the run, like Dude. sacrifices Prometheus. To I love the that moment. Down. Dude, oh, there's so many like big epic moments in the movie where, oh, God, dude, it was so much fun. What's the Chinese actor that was the pilot? He's a uh, Wong. Oh, he's Wong. got a sweet yeah. Yeah. Wong and dude, Dr. Benedict <laughs> Wong. They, they, they have, <laughs> it, it, role he was born Wang to play. Something? I think oh, his name right. was Wang. <laughs> dude, but he, he had his, uh, he had it's his Rebel. Listen, I, I loved Charlize they, Theron's death. Because if she just turned, yeah. like, if she just turned, because the because the um, what's her face, the the main woman, oh, she fell, she, so she, she fell and rolled away, like yeah. she had all this time to roll. Like, <laughs> it's like the most classic TV or movie trope ever. I just love it. Go to the side, don't run away. Yeah. So <laughs> stupid. Run directly in the path of the thing that's rolling at you, and you should be fine. <laughs> so should dumb. be fine. Great. One thing I liked about uh, Prometheus, and we kind of already touched on this, was uh, not just about how it attempted to answer, at least in a fictional way, the question of where do we come from, but also touched on the whole thing of, of God, right? And it, mm-hmm. and it answered it in a way that appeals to science, obviously, but it also doesn't ex- explicitly offend any religious denomination. And that's something I liked about it is because, uh, you know, like we already mentioned, it, you know, they talk about, you know, David is like, uh, what's the exact line where he says, why do you want to know? Wh- why do you want to meet these people? And he said, they said basically why they created us. And he said, how disappointing would it be if you yeah. learned that they created you because they could? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like Cause, me. Cause yeah, cause yeah. Because well, why, why, why did your race, um, why did humans create me? He's like, because we, we could. could. Like how, how, dis- how, how yeah. disappointing would it be if you found if, if you got the same if answer? If you got the same answer, but then but then of course it doesn't discount the whole idea of God or whatever because because um, you know who created the engineers you know that kind of thing and so it did a, it did a really good job of making it scientific and the and the whole engineers existing and we are on this earth because of them, but not necessarily throwing out all religion. And then that leads to my one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and that's when uh, when Waylon wakes up and tries to become immortal right oh yeah and and so he's trying to play god like he's like we're meeting our creators i want them to make me immortal and so they wake up they they take they they take him into the uh he's been in cryo for years he's been in cryo they take him into the thing and they wake up the the engineer and david talks to the engineer with his in his own language and the engineer is kind of taken aback and kind of like impressed that he can speak to him in his own language. And then he looks over and sees a dirty old prune trying to like <laughs> beg for his life. And he goes, ah, you people are pathetic. And then just, takes well, I thought David he looked, 10. I thought, I thought he looked at da- like when, when he looked at David kind of weird, I thought he was like sensing that he wasn't human, that he was a, a robot. Well, right. A uh, but robot. then I just love, but then he saw was. that their creation created. Which, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I, I, and I just loved that. Which that he theory, used David's head to kill. Waylon. Yeah, he ripped his <laughs> head off and then whacked. That was awesome. That theory that you mentioned that that Jesus is supposedly an engineer, yeah, um, would be kind of interesting. And so, because we killed Jesus, the engineer, mm-hmm. um, they're going to destroy us now. But they were they were there two thousand years ago. But wouldn't it be interesting if you think about this? That before he went to sleep, or before they were attacked by whatever attacked them, their impression of people on Earth 
were basically, you know, what it was like 2000 years ago. And now here, here their creation and then their creation's creation is standing before them. How confusing would that be, right? He went to sleep and he woke up to them. Right. So that whole Jesus thing is that was actually a, a a part of the original script, is what I read mm-hmm. that they were going to address it heavily in the movie. They really? Why, well, then why was Jesus so small? Well, the, the, he was. Maybe he, he was basically like I, I don't know. I have no idea. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> they obviously didn't. I mean, keep I don't want to get. I didn't see. I don't want to get too much into this because there's a lot you could go with it. I mean, the, there was a lot but, though that was in the because in the original script they went to the same planet from Alien, um, and that the the guy who chases her down at the end um, is the space jockey from the first one. So he chases her down and survives. He doesn't get eaten by, by a xenomorph. He doesn't create a xenomorph. He survives. And then he goes back to the gun or he gets, he gets the face hugger thing. Oh. And then he goes back to get on the gun. And before so he they, can they, fire the gun, the, pops the out. chest. Yeah. It comes out. So of instead head. they go, let's make, a trilogy. Let's make it. Trilogy. Actually, I think it's going to be a four thumbtack on that. Right. <laughs> so, but that was all in the, like, th- there was a lot that got changed from the original so, script to what actually was. I, I'm glad that they didn't include all of the Jesus being an engineer stuff. And here's why is because, and I really liked Prometheus. Had they done that and really delved into Jesus being an engineer, I think that it would have gotten an insane backlash. And it would have failed probably harder because probably. of all the Christians who would have boycotted the movie and, and whatnot. And that movie's really good. And so I'm, I'm glad they left that part and, out and that, for and, that reason alone. And we talk about themes in these, across these movies. Is, it's almost a theme to leave open-ended things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like mention that it's 2,000 years ago and then just leave it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's like a, a theme across all the I, I kind of don't want all the answers, exactly. to be honest. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's well, one thing. Well, the problem is, is they leave things open-ended and then the next movie they're like, never mind. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just kill everyone and start over But, but it's not, that's what I like about it. It's not, it's not so much a never mind. It's a, this is not the approach that you thought we were taking. You thought we were taking this whole approach of who are the engineers, who create us. Well, Alien Covenant tells you those engineers don't matter anyway. The only thing that matters is basically the, the concept of, of creation, David being um, a creation of ours, of humankind's killing everybody on that engineer planet. And then, you know, that's the thing I like about it is, is to me, it's not so much, never mind. It, it's that it, it answers different questions than what you were expecting. And the other thing is that, that but alien, doing, but in doing so they kill off beloved characters sure. that really ma- turns you off from wanting to watch. Okay. The next I, movie. I'll, I'll agree with that. Like I didn't like how alien covenant killed off uh, Shaw, Elizabeth Shaw, but here's the thing I, I like is that alien did this really well. Prometheus and covenant, I think did it really well. And that is that they, they ask the audience questions. They don't sit there and they don't say, here's a movie. We're going to ask all these questions in the first act, and then we're going to answer them all for you. And you're going to be so overwhelmed with all of this knowledge. Knowledge. It says, okay, well, you know what Alien didn't do? Alien didn't answer the question of who the guy in the chair was. Didn't answer the question of where that ship came from. It's just all about an alien that came out of an egg that face-hugged somebody. Same thing with Prometheus. Prometheus asked the question, who are the engineers? Didn't answer it. Alien Covenant yeah, said, you know what? doesn't matter. We're going to kill them all. They don't spoon feed you. Yeah. And it's that's, really and that's nice why I like that. I love that about it. Yeah. Actually. It's really nice for a director and a filmmaker to trust the audience to not yes. be an idiot. And that's uh, a common theme of the, the movie, the, the whole series, except for two, which are really bad, <laughs> but it's, uh, this, this 
we don't we don't fully understand these monsters either. It's really ambiguous. It's really mysterious, and we kind of like it that way. And that's basically why people even like the whole Alien franchise in the first place. Is we don't want all the answers. You know, like the the alien, the xenomorphs are terrifying, and where they came from doesn't matter. What matters is surviving. Yep, and and their motivation is just to reproduce. Right. So, so uh, what made me really love this assignment is my whole thing. Like growing up, I never watched the alien movies. I know I was never interested. I didn't think the alien xenomorph looked cool. I thought it looked weird and lame kind of i wasn't impressed and when i was in junior or elementary school and junior high is when alien resurrection came out and i had friends telling me about how cool resurrection was and they loved it and they thought it was awesome and i was so like i thought it was lame i hated it and then i and then and so that's why i never even was interested in alien and aliens and all those movies well now that I've watched them all, I've sat here and talked to you guys for an hour and a half <laughs> about these movies that I thought I would have no interest in at all. Yeah. When you said that you wanted to do Aliens as our, uh, the Aliens series as our, uh, as our homework, I was so, I like, I couldn't have rolled my eyes harder. <laughs> I was so like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to watch these movies. And now I've watched them, and now I'm talking about this alien that I thought was so lame when I was a kid, and now I'm, like, talking about it and having, like, a philosophical discussion about creation uh, based solely on this weird Well, 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 what's crazy is that the first movie is so like contained onto one like freighter ship type thing that it's is very that, small that, scale it's very small scale and then the the the, the sequels and the prequels and stuff just, just like explode it into this huge epic tale of of how humans were created and their it's creators actually were cool. created like and so yeah, that, like awesome. how something that big can spawn from so so something so small and i i also it's think that cool. speaks to ridley scott's talent as a director because um He's able to do that small scale, very close uh, story, very small, not small. Yeah. Very small story. Yeah. Uh, in Alien. Well, well I mean, it, the, the fact that it happened, this whole movie happened, it was a super intense thing. And in Aliens, she, she goes back to Earth or whatever, and they don't even believe that it happened. Right. That's how small it was. So they do this very small story and he's able to do it really well. And then he comes out and does Prometheus, which is this huge, large scale epic. And I, I remember talk, we were talking about uh, Guy Ritchie a few episodes ago and how his forte, what he does really well is his small scale, like intimate, close stories. And then when he tried to do King Arthur, this big epic, it ended up failing and not being as good because he, he, couldn't, he couldn't make it work. And so I, and he's one of my favorite directors of all time. So it speaks really highly to Ridley Scott's ability and talent as a director. I, I agree with you on that. Like the same thing as you, I, I looked at the alien movies and was like either scared of them or when I got old enough, just didn't care. But again, same thing. When I, when I suggested we watch this, I didn't, I wasn't expecting philosophical questions or conversation about this, but you know, ultimately I just wanted to know what was the big deal about the alien movies with Sigourney Weaver. And anyway, I'm glad that we got to do it. Um, it was a lot of fun. But again, here's our list. Uh, Prometheus, Alien, Aliens, 
Alien. Oh, number one's Prometheus. Yeah, sorry. Number one, Prometheus. Number two is Alien, the first one. Number three is Aliens. Number four is Alien Covenant. Five, Alien Three. And number six, Alien Resurrection. I'm actually really okay with yeah, that list. Yeah, me too. That's, uh, I'm pretty okay with it. That's the official yeah. cold bow stack of the Alien franchise. And Woo! Fantastic. We got was, through it, guys. That was long-winded. Thank you for staying up with us. <laughs> but you know, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I so gotta thanks, say, guys. though, that after watching like six Alien movies in a row, my I thought I was going to lose my mind seeing an alien rip people's brains out. <laughs> like I, it was like oh, I'm so done with this franchise now. <laughs> like I wish I could have had more time, but in the future we'll we'll spread out our. Uh... Oh, we 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 need to man. I was <laughs> <laughs> this was hard home. Do, like do, resur- do a little better planning. Resurrection was rough to get through. Yeah, thanks yeah, guys. Thanks, I, guys. I appreciate that, your willingness. Troy, that was that. a good assignment. Thank I'm glad you, you suggested that. Thank you. Cool. Well, uh, we'll uh, until next week. We'll see you later. So I got a shout out really quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear a shout out. Uh, shout out. We have a Facebook review here. Um, good friend of ours, Jason Daly, left us a review on Facebook. He said it was okay, just okay. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> what a so, character, <laughs> Jason. Uh, we thanks for being on the show with us that one time. Uh, thanks for the review. We love you. And if you want to get uh, shouted out here on our podcast, leave us a review, leave us a like, comment on something, interact with us. And we uh, will probably mention your name. We most definitely will. And then Reese will ask you to marry him. Yeah. Right on. Hey, Jason, will you marry me? <laughs> All right. Now, until next week. Until I bid you adieu. Adieu. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.